Still to come on the first day of your Spring Live Drive, we're heading to Duluth, where we'll sit down with guests including Andrew and Hannah Bonilla. A special thanks to Piedmont Dental for sponsoring in part these hours of the Live Drive. We'll be right back. Howdy, folks. This is Swede from Swede Specialties here in Gillette, and I'm here today with Mr. Wimpy. Mr. Wimpy, have you ever tried a home-brewed beer? Oh, no. I only like Wimpy beer. Would you like to try a home-brewed beer, Mr. Wimpy? Well, okay, but just a sip. It looks kind of dark. Just close your eyes and try it. Well, Mr. Wimpy, what do you think of homebrew? Now, that's real beer, Pilgrim. Give Swede a call, 307-686-0588, or go to SwedeSpecialties.com. Looking for a show that highlights the people you know and their unique stories? Check out Real Presence Live. It's local, engaging, and live from all across the RPR network every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central with encores on Saturday mornings from 6 to noon. Here's a short clip of something you might hear. A lot of great questions that are coming in, so why don't we go ahead and begin with um, Karen, who is calling from Adams. Karen, welcome to Straight Talk on Real Presence Live. Good morning, fathers. How are how is your day going? Excellent, thank you. Good. What's your question? My question, my question is from one of the readings last week. It's chapter three of Jonah, where God tells Jonah to, um, you know, to go to Nineveh and announce mm-hmm. his message. But in the very last verse, chapter verse ten, it says, "When God saw." By their actions, how they had turned from their evil way, he repented of the evil he had threatened to do to them, and he did not carry it out. I don't understand, because God doesn't make a mistake. What does that mean, he repented of his evil? Yeah. Oh, you know, that that's a great, great question. And, you know, one of the things here uh, that we're going to bump into is just uh, translation. And so I'm not sure which translation you're looking at, but uh, the one that's here in front of me, the, the, the word is actually relented. He relented. So a diminishing or... So it'd be interesting to know what the word is in the actual Hebrew yeah. that, that's there. So obviously there could be different meanings, but it seems like the the... the this verb that's being used, the the gist of it is a diminishment or a or a taking down of um, what was going on. So what what this translation says is um, when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, He relented and did not bring on them the destruction which He had threatened them with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, so again, not to get just in the, the weeds or the nuts and bolts of, of translation, but I think, so to kind of generalize here a little bit, I, I think the, the idea of what's going on here is how um, God actually does punish. He does punish. And a lot of us think that, you know, like a lightning bolt's going to come from the sky. And I, I think sometimes I wish it was that simple or that straightforward, right? We do something wrong, right, Father Gross, and God zaps you with electric current and you, oh, gosh, that was wrong. I should, I should turn, yep, turn right. from my ways. Mm-hmm. But the number one way that God actually punishes us if he, is he lets us have what we want. He, he first gives us a warning and he says, no, 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 don't don't go that way. This is not good for you. Don't do it. But if we persist and we keep going, it, it'll it'll say God will relax his relationship with us. He will allow us to experience it. 
and then the the evil comes upon us. The definition of evil there is the absence of God. So literally, he takes his absence from us. He lets us experience what we have, and that's our punishment: is less relationship with him, and and then we we get the wor- the world or Satan or the flesh has its way with us. Yeah. So the other hand, the other thing is true as well. If if I turn from the absence of God, I turn back towards God. Mm-hmm. So what happens then? I have a more full relationship with God. If I have a more full relationship with God, those effects of of Satan, of the world of the flesh, lessen, mm-hmm. and and the pain or the suffering that was there actually, I I end up with more relationship with God. So that in a general way, that's the overarching idea of that passage or what's happening there. It's about movement from God, movement back towards God, and and God's an active agent in it. Mm-hmm. He, he's not a static thing. He's he's active. Right. He's alive, and this is what conversion is about. Right. So the the terminology of repenting of the evil that he had threatened to carry out, he uh, relented from carrying out the the act in justice, and uh, it chose to respond in mercy to the uh, the the repentance and the deeds of repentance of the people from Nineveh. Thank you very much for that question. We appreciate it, Karen. And please call again sometime. Have a wonderful day. And uh, you're very welcome. Let's turn next to uh, the oil patch in western North Dakota. Mark is calling from Watford City. Uh, Welcome to Real Presence Live. Bonnie. I'm sorry. Uh, Let's actually talk to um, Bonnie, who is calling in from Hermosa, South Dakota. And uh, welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you. And what's your question question, for us today? Well, my question is, um, I have found out that my on my husband's side of the family um, his father uh, was previously married and he went off to, he was actually in World War One that was a short clip of Real Presence Live. Real Presence Live is our signature show, which we bring you every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Check it out to stay up to date on all the great things happening across our local diocese. This live drive broadcast is brought to you in part by Dr. Clyde Finch at Piedmont Dental in Duluth. Piedmont Dental is locally owned and has been serving the community for over 50 years. Dr. Finch is committed to providing professional, compassionate dental care for you and your family. Piedmont Dental is a proud sponsor of the Spring Live Drive broadcast from Duluth on the Real Presence Radio Network. You can call 218-722-0823 or visit PiedmontHeightsDental.com to schedule an appointment. All right, welcome back. Uh, This is the Real Presence Radio Live Drive here on your Catholic radio station. I'm Tom Price along with Steve Splonskowski. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for everybody who called in. We have some folks to thank here, Tom. Let's get that done. Uh, Ace in Richardson uh, gave a great one-time contribution listing on 101.9. Get this. Uh, He says, I stumbled across Real Presence Radio just now. I am a first-time listener. Please pray for me for financial help. Uh, Ace, we will do that. We will do that, I promise. Also, Lenora in Jamestown, who says, I listen to Real Presence every day. It gives me so much joy. Well, Lenora, you just gave us some joy. We really appreciate that. Uh, Here's an anonymous uh, pledge from Rock Rapids, Iowa, listening on 94.5. So what would that station be, Steve? Uh, That would be the Sioux Falls station there. Oh, very good. KGWD. We we do appreciate that. Thank you so much. And uh, for anybody else that we haven't mentioned, I apologize. Apologize. Uh, we got some calls toward the last minute there, but uh, 
We love you. Yep. We just love you. And this yep. is the first time that we've ever broadcast from Gillette. So uh, I would call it a big success, Steve. We uh, met a lot of nice, wonderful people. Uh, just about finished up all the brats, too. Yeah, and I'm looking at uh, the next hour. People are already calling in, so we better let uh, let them have the line here so they can get some pledges going. Okay. Uh, so, Father Moravitz, we're going to throw it over to him, and uh, we'll be checking with you folks tomorrow afternoon from Rapid City, where we're going to do another tailgate party. So uh, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless. Good afternoon, Real Presence Radio listeners. Welcome um, to the show. Welcome to the Live Drive continuation of um, today's great spring Live Drive. My name is Father Ryan Moravitz, and I'm coming from you. I'm coming to you from the beautiful shores of Lake Superior in Duluth, Minnesota, the other end of the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. Um, thanks for joining us today. We have a, a great hour ahead of us. Uh, my mom and dad are here in studio with me, but we're going to start as we start everything with prayer. I've got. Um, Four eighth graders from St. John's campus of Stella Maris here in Duluth. And so, girls, how are you today? Good. How was your school day? Pretty good. Do you have to go back to class after this? No. Oh, good. So your day is done after this. Okay, good. Can you lead us in a prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, girls. We're so, so grateful. And, um, yeah, have a great rest of the afternoon. You too. Okay. You too. We'll see you soon. Go Stellamaris. Well, folks, we're, we're, we're going to get started on a really exciting hour for me. Um, my mom and dad are here in studio, and we're going to get to them in a little bit. And they're going to talk about um, their experience in growing in the faith and their relationship with God. Um, it's, it, you know, every one of us has a different journey, and it's um, my mom and dad's journey, I think, is a unique one um, in a lot of different ways. And we're going to talk about that, some of the things that happened in their lives that led them to a deeper understanding of their Catholic faith and their relationship with the Lord. Um, today is Live Drive, and so this hour is about raising money so we can keep Catholic Radio on the air in our area um, and throughout the listening area. As you know, Real Presence Radio is doing some really fantastic things, and it's so, so important. It's such a big part of the new evangelization, um, especially here in Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, um, and beyond because we're on Amazon now. We've got the Real Presence Radio app. Um, we've also got the, the um, website, uh, yourcatholicradiostation.com, I believe it is. And um, here's the thing, folks. Why Catholic Radio? Listen to this. According to a 2017 Nielsen study, 92% of American adults, including millennials and Gen Xers, listen to radio each week. And when Catholic Radio listeners were surveyed, get this, okay? This is from 2017. When Catholic Radio listeners were surveyed, 94% said they were more spiritually engaged and inspired. 94%. 83% reported they learned a great deal about their Catholic faith. 31% have returned to the church because of the programming. 47% reported increased mass attendance. 51% said they became more involved in their parish life. 64% reported increased charitable giving. My friends, Catholic Radio has the ability to spread the gospel message to the margins reaching souls for Christ. It is such a good thing to support. 
It supports you. It supports your parish. It supports supports your your local things going on through the, the ability of, for us to to promote those things via Real Presence Radio. Folks, our programming provides solid Catholic apologetics and evangelization from Catholic Answers, called the Communion, Open Line, and more. Connected listeners with local events as well. Uh, many of you hear our local shows in the mornings on Real Presence Live, and, and we promote your, your parish events and um, local businesses, our, our advertisers, etc. So we're, we're super excited to get this hour started. We have an hourly goal. Um, we have $7,500 to be able to unlock by a challenge match uh, gift. That means if, if we, together, um, you and I, uh, you and my mom and dad today, can c- call in and bring in $7,500, we'll unlock another $7,500, and we'll meet, meet our hourly goal of $15,000. I firmly believe we can do this because God is good and people are good. So that's our goal for the hour. That's what we're after. That's what we want to do. Our challenge match gifts come to us today from Hunter's Creek Farm by Duluth. Um, we really appreciate their match. Susan Cohn um, from State Farm Insurance and Financial Services in Duluth. And Teresa from Duluth would like to offer a challenge matching grant in Thanksgiving to God for her family. Rich Cuisine Catering and the Wednesday Bakery come out of Wis- Superior, Wisconsin. And then Deacon Richard and Denise Legacy would like to offer their challenge matching grant in Thanksgiving to God for all of their blessings. And then we have an anonymous person who found Real Presence Radio through their billboard that says, Catholics believe what? That's actually on an exit that I take off of the interstate here on I-35 in Duluth um, to go to my parish. Um, It's a great billboard. Um, And it does. It just reads really big. Catholics believe what? And it tunes people into the radio station. And so, folks, call in 218 Excuse me, I was reading the wrong phone number. 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. Um, somebody will answer the phone and allow you the opportunity to make a donation on, on any level. Every bit counts. Every gift helps. It's such a beautiful thing to be a part of. Um, it serves you. It serves your loved ones. It might serve that person that you've been praying for. And your prayer causes them to suddenly come upon Real Presence Radio on the dial. And they, they listen to something like the Sunrise Morning Show or Crest in the Afternoon or Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomei um, or Take Two with Jerry and Debbie or The Doctor is in all the different great programs or, or Real Presence Live, and they have a conversion. And we know a lot of those conversion stories. Real Presence Radio helps a lot of people grow in their relationship with Christ. So thank you for supporting it. Again, call in 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. I called in this morning and made a donation myself in honor of Father Jim Steffes down in Winona um, in Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary. It took me about five minutes. You know, there was a really nice person that answered the phone. Um, I was able to make a a dedication with it and uh, give a gift. And so... Again, call in, 877-795-0122. Okay, folks, I'm, um, I'm both excited and nervous for the guest today because it's my own mom and dad. And so, you know, it's like, well, okay, I, I gotta, we're going to have some good conversation. They came down last night, stayed at my rectory last night, and we had about a three-hour conversation about all sorts of good stuff. But we're, we're talking about what to share with you today, and I think we've got some exciting things or some, some really personal things, too, that we're going to share um, with you. 
So mom and dad grew up uh, in Ely, more or less, their whole lives. Um, they were baptized and raised Catholic. And um, as they, you know, they got married, they started dating when they were like 14. And they were high school sweethearts. And then they got married um, at, a younger, at a younger age, just out of high school, basically. Um, and then, you know, and, and they were kind of uh, your regular old kind of Catholics, young people who maybe weren't really practicing the faith. I mean, maybe I'll let them talk here in a little bit, but they maybe weren't practicing much at all. They were, ha- they did have us baptized. So I'm. A, we're going to start the journey here and talking about mom and dad's relationship with God and the church, and they're growing in it with a story that 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 happened when I was about nine months old. I had just been baptized. My brother, Father Brandon, um, is a year and a half older than me. So, you know, he's he's a little over two years old probably. I'm a newborn. And they had something happen to them that started their faith journey out in a unique kind of a way. So, Mom and Dad, welcome to the show. Excited to have you on. Thank you. Thank Good you. to be here. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, so, Mom, let's start with Mom because, Mom, uh, this really kicked you off. Um, in, in terms of getting you started in your face. So, so tell us what happened. It did. So as <clears throat> Father Ryan said, we got married. We got married at St. Anthony's. We were 19 years old. Um, by that time, we had already stopped attending Mass. You know, as all of a sudden it was our decision and we had other things to do, I guess. Um, don't really have an excuse for it. It just happened. And, um, and then uh, we had... Brandon, and we had him baptized, so we knew in our hearts that we needed to do that, and we did that. Still didn't make a big impact on our life spiritually. Um, Then Ryan came along, and then interestingly, we got some visitors, and I'll let Rick kind of explain who our visitors were. Well, it was a a friend, uh, a guy I got to know on, on a job when I was working construction. Um, we became good friends, um, and I hadn't seen him for about three years, and he showed up at our doorstep with his family and some bakery. Um, we made small talk and greeted each other, and uh, then he, we sat down, and he told me the real reason he was there was to save us from going to hell because we were Catholics. Um, and through that, um, it really got Diana going and searching <laughs> out our faith because some of the things he said, we really had doubts about. It's something that he had learned, not off Catholic radio, uh, <laughs> but, uh, on his own about the Catholic church and, uh, it misled us. Um, and Diana started searching it all out. I just remember when he was telling us some of the things and he had his Bible there and was trying to show us in the Bible where his, you know, thoughts were coming from and where his beliefs were coming from. And one of them was he was saying that we shouldn't be baptizing. And he asked if our children were baptized. And I was like, well, of course they were baptized. And he said that that wasn't a good thing. And I knew in my heart that wasn't right, but I didn't know why. And I think back now, and I, I tell people that, you know, we go through religious ed sometimes, and we think of the children aren't listening, or our parents are trying to teach us stuff, and we think, you know, our children aren't listening. 
but it was a reality check for me that whatever I learned as a child from my grandparents, my parents, my, you know, catechesis that I received, it was there in my heart. In my head, I didn't know it, but in my heart, something was stirring. And that Sunday, after this couple left, I got up that Sunday morning and I got my babies ready and we went to Mass. I invited Rick. He decided not to come, but I went. And <laughs> I, sat, <laughs> I, I sat at Mass and I went the next Sunday and I got the boys and they came and I went the next Sunday. And as I was at Mass, um, and at that time, Father John Sustersich was our priest. And so I started getting familiar with him and starting having some conversations with him a little bit. Um, but what I really remember is watching some of the people, the older people, um, some of the older couples that were there, such as um, the Simis and the Hutars and, and uh, oh, Francis and Johnny Perushik, and some of them, and I, I could see that they had this faith that I didn't have. And it struck me, and I remember spending time watching and thinking and wondering what it was that they had that I was missing. And um, then, oh, a couple years went by, and Sister Cabrini called me. Brandon was now about four or five, and she asked if I'd teach preschool during Mass, because they, they, they took the young children downstairs and I told her I couldn't because I didn't know anything about my faith. <laughs> and I said, I just go to Mass. I don't really know anything. And she kind of chuckled and said, Diana, these are four-year-olds. You'll do just fine, and I'll help you with it. And so just by teaching what I needed to teach a four-year-old, I learned so much because I needed those baby steps. I needed to be recatechized as a child and um, so because I was teaching children, I got things at, a, at that level. And then from there, my faith kept increasing year after year. Friends, this is Father Ryan Moravitz, and I'm here with my mom and dad. My dad, Deacon Rick, he's a deacon in the church, and my mom, Diana. Um, we're here um, for our spring live drive, talking about our faith, of, uh, our journey of faith. Um, and so you've just heard that, you know, they had a bit of a challenge given to them. Um, and they started to grow from there. I'm calling folks at 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. we got lots of giving levels, the Archangel level at $5,000 plus, the Apostle level at 1000 Disciple levels at 500 Evangelist at 250 Lots of levels to give at, folks. Um, we do give awards or uh, things out, um, uh, especially at the Apostle level. There's a beautiful gift that you'll be given. Um, Nonetheless, folks. Nonetheless, folks. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, and we're going to pitch it over to Command Central and Eli uh, in Fargo for a pledge update um, on our hour. All right. Thanks, Father. Yeah. And before we go to a pledge update, we just want to go ahead and thank uh, one of today's sponsors. Today's live drive broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Dr. Clyde Finch at Piedmont Dental in Duluth. Dr. Finch is committed to providing professional, compassionate dental care for you and your family. You can call 218-722-0823 or visit PiedmontHeightsDental.com to schedule an appointment. That's PiedmontHeightsDental.com. 
one of today's great Live Drive sponsors. And we've got Brittany in studio. She'll give you an update on pledges. Brittany? All right. Thanks, Eli. All right. How's everything going today? It's going great, Brittany. How are you? Good, good. Ho- hopefully those phone lines are ringing and we've got some pledges coming in. They huh? are. They are ringing in for for both both of you here. We got a uh, couple people. Looks like a lot of people know you guys. You guys are very popular. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we have a big family and big friends. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Got to love got to love big families and That's right. Friends. All right. So we have uh, Dan and Barbara. Hi. Uh, Very good. From friends. New Franken. Uh, gave the uh, fifty in honor of the Moravitz family, and they they miss you. And then also fifty for Jim Shower. Uh, Father Jim Shower. Yeah, yep. he would have been his our, dream. Our pastor, our pastor. Yeah, his dream was to have Catholic radio. Yes, it was. Yeah. So, and then we also have uh, Clark listening in from 106.7, and Clark lives alone on the Iron Range, and it sounds like it's one of the only stations that he can pick up, and he really appreciates the programming, and he gave uh, in a a messenger-level gift in honor of his great-great-grandparents who homesteaded in the mid-1800s in South Dakota, and his uh, grandparents were Mary and Chester O'Toole. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's great to hear. And then we have Judy uh, was online, and she knows uh, Moravitz because uh, the, I guess she used to live yeah, in Ellie yeah. and have a summer camp there and would hang out sure. together. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. great support from listeners. We love. We're loving this. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Keep it rolling. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then we have uh, Jeremy from Mott. He's listening in on ninety-one point seven. Hey, Jeremy. And he gave at a disciple level. Jeremy, thanks, brother. Yeah. So he says he's a uh, good friends with you, Father Ryan, and he gave in honor of Rick. that's jeremy (laughs) thanks jeremy (laughs) that's great and then we have uh jim all the way from tiscata florida gave at the evangelist level and he thank you so much yeah he wanted to uh just uh bring up a reminder father ryan of what bishop sheen uh, said he said he wouldn't walk into a Catholic church unless the Blessed Sacrament is in the center of the church. And then also, who could ever be lonely with our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament? Amen, Jim. God bless you, brother, for your for your goodness. Oh. Yeah, so great. Thank you all. And then also we have Kelly, and Kelly was listening in from eighty-eight point one in Hermantown. And Kelly gave in honor of Father Ryan and his mom and dad. Kelly, thank you so much for that. You're too good. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for giving uh, so far in this first half of the hour. Again, uh, anyone else listening, you can give at 877-795-0122. Or you can also go to yourcatholicradiostation.com as well. All right. Well, thanks for that update, and um, we're going to keep the the hour rolling. Thanks everybody right. who's 
uh, called in and, and given donations. Again, that's 877-795-0122. Um, call in and make a contribution um, to those that made those contributions. Uh, we're very grateful. Um, lots of good friends out there that support the radio station. So, um, so Mom, you had, you had been talking about how you, you, know, you, you started to go to Mass again and yeah. kind of observing and watching the community around you, yes. right? Yes. I want to take a step back because you had talked about Sister Cabrini inviting you to teach four-year-olds, mm-hmm. right? So you were like, well, I don't know anything. I can't even teach a four-year-old. I don't know an answer for a four-year-old. What? So speculatively, I mean, what what would Catholic Radio have meant to you, do you think, back then? Because, I mean, what were your sources of information, and what do you think, knowing what Catholic Radio does now for people, what, what would... I didn't have any real resources. I, I, I didn't even know where to go for those resources. Um, Father, um, my, I forgot father's name. Oh my Sustersich. Sustersich. He, um, he suggested I start reading the gospel of John. So I did that and it was a difficult thing. I had never picked up the Bible. I remember reading it, not really sure what I was reading, trying to decipher that. And, and, um, and then starting with the four-year-old, Sister Cabrini gave me resources like worksheets and things like that so I really didn't have anything so it would have been great if I could have sat at home you know listening to the radio finding out some things about our faith what I was missing and didn't understand and um, yeah and you know praying for I knew I had to pray for your dad asking you know I'd ask him if he wanted to come every week we then had Michelle and he still wasn't joining us. And then Kelsey came along in 85, and he still wasn't coming with us. So I was going with all four of the kids, and I'd invite him. And and I, I guess from Sister Cabrini, I just remember her saying, just invite and pray, just invite and pray. And I did that. And so, yeah, so then Rick's journey began when Michelle was like seven years old, I believe. Well, um, to touch on the prayer part, too, I think I could always feel my mother's prayers also. She was always praying for myself and uh, my eight siblings. Um, But like Diana said, uh, it took me longer to come along. And maybe it was because my dad didn't go to church. And I think a lot of uh, men in that generation, they left it up to the women to do that. Uh, I don't know. But... um, it wasn't until uh, Michelle's first reconciliation um, that I went to reconciliation. Um, and when I had finished, I told Father that I hadn't been to confession in at least probably 15 years or longer. And uh, the last thing he said to me was, welcome back. And that hit me like a bolt of lightning. And I realized right then Diane and I were in this together. She shouldn't be doing this all alone. Um, So I came back and started going to church, um, growing in my faith, learning about my faith, and we started working with a lot of the youth, um, with our whole family, um, attending different youth events and uh, just growing together as a family in faith. Yeah, I, I, I know... Uh, Ryan and Brandon um, as young 
junior high people, they started with um, going to Youth for Christ along with their religious set at St. Anthony's. And um, I remember being a little anxious about it, but I also grew up with parents that allowed me to go to other churches with my friends. And I think back that that helped me to recognize the beauty of the Catholic Church and the true presence. Um, so I wasn't so afraid of them experiencing other faith lives and other ways of worship, as long as they remain faithful on their Sunday um, mass coming with us. Um, so they'd come home and sometimes they'd ask questions. And at that time, the catechism of the Catholic Church had just come out. And um, I'd gotten a copy and I remember they'd asked me a question and I, I was like, well, I'm not sure. So then we'd pull out the catechism and look in the index and try to find the paragraph that, and we'd read it and sometimes it would be clear and sometimes not. And then we'd go to the Bible and then sometimes we'd call Father Jim Scheuer at that time and ask him a question. He would help us through it. So having the catechism in the Bible out all the time, I learned to use that as a resource to help my faith, but then to help educate and help my children in their faith. Um, and so that went on for qu quite a while. We, did, we still didn't have any Catholic radio. So there again, now that it's here, it's like, oh, what a great resource for, you know, I wish it would have been there back then because it would have helped me um, to learn and to understand people to understand my faith and and um, so much of the programming and and we've only had it for a short time up in the Ely Babbitt area um, people are able to call in and ask their questions which I think is wonderful for um, that opportunity that you know right now I'd like to know this right I you know one of the great things too about the localness of Real Presence Radio is, you know, you're not just calling into a national radio show, but now we have opportunities to, to write in questions or to call in questions with local people. So, you know, Father Rich Kunst and I are Real Presence Live um, hosts, you know, and we now have that half-hour segment where people can actually call in and, and talk with us about stuff. So you're talking to somebody, like, locally, so it can even be local issues or local, local things going on in the Catholic faith. So it's great. It's just such a great tool on so many levels, and it's so broad because, you know, as I read at the beginning of the show, 92% of American adults listen to the radio, and it's a huge impact on them. You know, 94% said they were more spiritually engaged and inspired. 51% said they become more involved in their parish life. 47% reported increased mass attendance. I mean, what a key instrument in today's world. Folks, we're live driving. We're looking to reach a $7,500 goal um, that we, so we can unlock an additional $7,500 and, and bring in $15,000 to keep Real Presence Radio um, in the area, in our local area, and throughout all of your local areas. Um, call in at 877-795-0122. Again, my name is Father Ryan Moravitz here in Duluth, Minnesota, on the beautiful shores of Lake Superior. I'm here visiting with my mom and dad, Deacon Rick and Diana Moravitz. Um, so we're talking about their journey of faith and our journey of faith as a family as well. Um, and, you know, Catholic Radio gives the opportunity for us to be able to witness and to share our stories and local people's stories about their journey of faith through the Catholic faith. Um, you're going to hear that in our second hour as well. 
Um, so eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Again, give a call in. It takes about five minutes to make a donation. You can leave a message if you want. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. So mom and dad, you know, we kind of have shared, you know, that that dynamic of get a challenge when we were kids by some friends who weren't Catholic and sort of against Catholics caused you to kind of start to get engaged, mom in particular, and then dad. You had a great experience in the confessional and coming back to the confessional and realizing, you know, I need to be with her in this. And you really did. You started to do that, dad. Um, As we did that and grew as a family, we grew as a community in the parish. Um, We would go to things like NCYC or these different youth events. We went to Toronto. We went to World Youth Day together as a whole family. We were talking about that last night. How um, all my siblings, mom and dad, we all went to World Youth Day. One of the things about our journey too that I, you know, people that know us are always asking is the reality that well, okay, you have two boys and two girls. Your two boys are priests, and you know, the dad is a deacon. So it's like, well, how does that happen, or what was that journey like? For you as our parents um, and as a couple, like what was that journey like watching us go through that vocational discernment? And the girls discern their vocation too. And both of my sisters are married with children and they discerned that as well. So what were some things you experienced um, in our journey or what might you say about it? Well, I remember um, when you entered uh, seminary, um, you were there for about a year, a little bit over a year, and you all of a sudden discerned out of the seminary. (laughs) (laughs) I was out of there, folks. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember having my heart so set on you being a priest. I'm just so used to the idea that I was just, I I was just broken. Um, And I remember being at St. Mary's Seminary um, in Winona there, and I was walking with Father uh, Jim Steffes, who was the rector at that time, And he was consoling me, talking to me. And uh, I just remember what I was going through. And that was a great lesson for me in discernment. Because it it was then that I really learned that it wasn't about me and what I wanted. But it was what God wanted. Not only for myself, but for my children. Um, And what a blessing that was. A great lesson. I I think for me in the beginning was realizing my children are a gift from God, that we are the parents here on earth, and ultimately God the Father is their parent. And so learning to give my children back to him, and and my prayer life increased, you know, on God, what is it that you want of them, and trying to help them understand that they're not on their journey alone, and they need to ask God, what is it you you want? Um, and, and I re- remember when Ryan said he was going to go in, um, somebody at St. Anthony's gave me a book on vocations, and it had all the vocations, all the orders, and all the... And I remember I came home, and it, I don't know, it seemed like it had 400 pages with all these different orders, and, and I was paging through it, and... I, and I don't know if Ryan remembers this, but I remember saying, well, what are you doing? You say you're going to be a priest. I thought a priest was a priest and a nun was a nun. What's all these choices? So that was a wake-up call for me. 
And then he said, well, I think I'm going to be a diocesan priest. And I was like, what is that? You know, so uh, the beginning journeys of what the priesthood was and then what marriage is and the single life and how to help our children discern that and help us, like Rick said, he he didn't have an understanding, and we already had, uh, you know, a son that was a year and a half in seminary already, and we still didn't really get it yet. Um, and then, you know, to have the girls discerning what they wanted, they both checked out the religious life a little bit. They both kind of questioned it and talked to some of the different orders and, um, you know, praying. And I think the girls had a better advantage because they saw their brothers journeying and discerning and watched. So for them, you know, and they might tell me it was just as hard, I don't know, but I, I felt we had a little bit of an advantage there with the girls and helping them to say, do what God wants, you know, and find out what that is. I also remember the struggles that Brandon went to through uh, just, he went to uh, Crown College for a year and that wasn't for him. Um, he went to junior college for a while. That wasn't for him. Um, and then he was going to, he thought about entering the seminary, but also the net team. And the doors seemed to kind of close to the seminary and doors open to the net team. And he went on the net team for a year. And uh, when he came back, I remember him giving a talk and I can't remember if it's in Hibbing or Virginia but when he gave that talk I I had to ask who is that <laughs> <laughs> it's probably you know it, it, it's that openness to God God's will and the surrender to it and not forcing it in any of our own lives or the people around us but that you know it's kind of like Sister Cabrini's you know, make the invitation and then pray. Like, don't force it. And sometimes we have to let go. And sometimes it surprises us. You know, like, whoa. When God's grace starts to act, it, it changes life. So, like that. And I I think, you know, any of your buddies that you hung out in high school, if they thought you'd be preaching in the Catholic Church someday, <laughs> they'd be like, <laughs> yeah, right, Rick Moravitz preaching in the Catholic Church. I've heard of some of that. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're coming live from uh, Duluth, Minnesota. I'm on Real Presence Live Drive today. I'm call 877-795-0122. I'm Father Ryan Moravitz, and I'm here with my mom and dad, Deacon Rick and Diana Moravitz, and we're talking about their faith journey a little bit about our family's faith journey, the whole discernment of vocation right now, um, as our families has uh, discerned vocation together in many ways. Um, I have an older brother that's a priest, and my two sisters are both married, and they've got kids. Kelsey has five children, and Michelle has three. And so, um, so folks, call in eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Um, lots of ways to give. Um, we're really excited. We're going to go now um, back to Command Central in Fargo for a pledge update. Uh, Eli? Alrighty, thank you, Father. Yes, it's time again to thank some more people who've called in to give pledges, and we've got Jessica here to do just that. Hi, this is Jessica. I'm the events coordinator with Real Presence Radio, and I have quite the range of gifts to share with you um, and to give Great, credit Jessica. for. We're still waiting for um, quite a few to fill out the rest of the hour. But in the meantime, we had a good gift from Jennifer and Jim in Duluth. They say, 
thanks to RPR for the blessings that the radio station has been to us and to our family. And a shout out to Father Ryan and how you have ex- inspired our family. Also, thank you to his mom and dad for helping him to become a man of God and to be better Catholics. Thanks, and then, Jen and Jim. <laughs> and then we have a gift from Barb in Ely, Minnesota, in honor of priests and deacons and Bible study leaders at St. Anthony's in Ely, Minnesota. That's a shout out to Dad and Mom for sure. Thanks. Thank you, Barb. Thank you, Barb. And a gift from Susan in Duluth, who enjoys listening to RPR on 88.1. Susan, thanks to you. Very, very yes. generous of you. And then those of you listening, um, if you want to call in a gift and join this list, it's 877-795-0122. We have a gift from Tony in Proctor, listening in on 88.1 in celebration for all Father Ryan does for us at St. Lawrence in Duluth. Hey, thanks, Tony. Go Twins! (laughs) And a gift from Michelle in Hermantown, who says that her husband converted to Catholicism last Easter, and she thinks that without you, Father Ryan, he wouldn't have done it. Hey, many blessings, Michelle. Thanks for the encouragement, and God is good. God is good. (laughs) Yes, and then another RCIA um, member here. We have Hannah from Superior, also on 88.1. Thank you to Father Ryan for the RCIA class and for helping me grow. Hannah, good to see you at Daily Mass today. <laughs> and then we have Todd from Osceola, Wisconsin. Keep up the good work. Glad your parents are able to join you. Thanks, Todd. And then we have Kathy and Mike from Winton, Minnesota. God hey. bless you, Deacon Rick. And we know you're counting the days until your retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. Uh, thank you, Kathy Bye. and Mike. <laughs> and then we're breaking the streak of... Um, Duluth and northern Minnesota area gifts here with a gift from Nancy in Gillette, also listening on our other 88.1 signal. Um, And then we have Ben from Duluth with an evangelist-level gift, listening in on 88.1. He is wondering, Deacon Rick and Diana, what you did to encourage and foster your sons into the priesthood. So maybe that's something you can answer at the end of this update. Absolutely. And then we have Kelly and Mary from Pine River, um, from Cross Lake. And they say, is this for Big Rick and Diana? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kelly and Mary. Kelly and Mary, thank you. And then this one um, is a little heavier. Stephanie from Maricopa, Arizona um, is giving. She is listening online, and she just wanted to say hi to her godparents, Rick and Diana. And she says she loves you, but please pray for her. She's in on the way to the ER, and it's so great to hear your voices as she goes in for a checkup. So, uh, we're Stephanie, we're just really lifting you up as yeah, our, in are. our prayers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You're in our prayers, Steph. And then we have Shauna from Barnum, Minnesota, um, with a gift in honor of Rick and Diana, who have sacrificed so much for their family. Thank you. Thank you, Shauna. You're the best. Yeah, we love you. you. And then we have a messenger-level gift. That's the dollar a day from Jean in Duluth, who is a a parishioner, Father Ryan, in your tri-parish area. Jean, great to see you at Daily Mass, too. And then from Lori in Meadowland, in loving memory of our daughter Mallory, um, and we're good friends of the Moravitz family. We love you guys. Thank you. And then we, again, breaking the upper northern Minnesota streak with a gift from Anthony and Gillette. And then an apostle-level gift from David and Karen in Rochester listening in on AM 970. 
Thanks, Dave and Karen, for that apostle-level gift. Really, really, really grateful for that. And then we have a gift from Stephanie listening in on 88.1 in Duluth with a note that says, Father Ryan, obey commandment number four. I will, Stephanie. <laughs> they have all of my honor, I promise. <laughs> Thanks for calling in with the gift. <laughs> and then finally, we have another apostle-level gift. <laughs> from Donald and Margaret in Duluth. And they say, this is in Thanksgiving for the gift of our children, for listeners who listen throughout the year, um, to have a greater conversion and love of Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. Thank Amen. Amen. That's our list. That's Thank our update. Thank you so much, Jessica. Uh, yeah. It looks like we are still looking to finish up this hour um, at about $2,500. So it's two and a half apostle level gifts or any range of smaller gifts. Um we can make up the difference. We know it's coming. Thanks. F- folks, call in. Um, we're $2,500 short. Uh, call in to 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. Every bit counts. Every bit matters. If we get to 7500 we unlock the 7500 and the challenge matching gift. That's from Hunter Creek Farm by Duluth, from Susan Cohen at State Farm Insurance and Financial Services in Duluth, from Teresa from Duluth. Would like to offer the challenge matching gift and thanksgiving to God for her family, Richard Cuisine Catering, and the Wednesday Bakery over in Superior, Wisconsin. Deacon Richard and Denise Legacy, who would like to offer a, a match and thanksgiving to God for all their blessing, and an anonymous RPR listener uh, who loves the billboard that says, Catholics believe what? <laughs> and then another anonymous donor. Folks, let's match that. Lots of ways to give, lots of levels to give. Um, you can give monthly. Um, you can give a one-time donation, various ways. Give a call, 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. So, Mom and Dad, we were talking a little bit about kind of the letting go and trusting God and watching that grace work. And um, Ben here in Duluth had asked the question with his donation about, you know, how how – what did you do? You know, was there anything in particular that you think you did? I think just trying your hardest as a parent to help the child understand that there is somebody bigger. There is a creator out there. And, you know, we had our arguments, too. Our kids didn't want to go to Mass sometimes. Not me, the rest of them. (laughs) Let me tell you. I'll tell you. Sorry about Ryan. No. Um, But, you know, bringing, bringing them to Mass... Even when they, when you, when you, they're fighting you about it, you might have an argument before mass. You might have an argument after mass. You might, um, you know, we treated mass as school. If you miss mass, you're not doing anything. So if they said they were sick, it's like, well, that's fine. But they knew they were in for the day, you know, because I, my philosophy to them was, mass is more important than school. School, you're educating your brain. Mass is your you're educating your soul, you're receiving graces, and this is for all eternity. This isn't just a job that you're going to have someday because of your your brains, your education. So they, I, I made sure they understood that mass and prayer was a, an important part. And as a parent, we can pray for our children. We can make sure that they attend religious ed and mass and... Um, yeah, ultimately, we hope when they grow up and we've 
fostered that, that like me, I left the church for a while, but that fostering, that, that education, that prayers that my parents, and like I said, my grandparents, um, and some of the people within the church community, I knew something was bigger and better, and it brought me back by just, like Ryan said, somebody challenged me, and I thought, no, I'm going to go find out for myself. And so you have to trust that, you know, not fear that your children um, won't be on their vocation journey like you think they might be. Just keep giving them back to God. Yeah, and I think growing up, like I said before, growing up uh, together in faith as a family, uh, mom and dad and the kids together, um, and we could talk to each other and we shared our faith. We talked about our faith. Um, and, and about all things, we didn't hide things from each other and, uh, you know, just being open and honest with each other. And we grew in that, right? Cause it was like, oh, yeah. wasn't always that way, but oh. we grew in that, especially as like, I know as we, as kids got older and dad, you know, as you, you started, you, you were on board and then mom, you know, mom was on board and dad's on board and we got on board. Yeah. Like we all kind of grew in that together. It, and supported and, each other. And supported each other and then reached those points of talking about all this stuff, yeah. right? And it wasn't always easy. We, I think we, oh. There were a lot of things we ran Well, that's because of the other three kids. You know? <laughs> well, cause, well, I hear some, sometimes that people say, well, it was easy for you because you have such a holy family. Well, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real holy. I always say God can work with anybody. And it's true, isn't it? Perfect examples yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, we really are. So my name is Father Ryan Moravitz. We're here in Duluth, Minnesota on the beautiful shores of Lake Superior with you on Real Presence Live. I'm here with my mom, Deacon Rick, and Diana Moravitz, my mom and dad. <laughs> my mom isn't Deacon Rick. Um, <laughs> good thing Father Rich isn't here. He'd be, he'd be harassing me. Last kind of thing to, to wrap the hour up here um, as we get into the end of the hour. And again, folks, call 877-795-0122 to make a a donation and help us reach our, our mark for the hour. Um, this weekend, we are going to Hibbing for First Communion of your oldest grandson, um, Isaiah. Um, and then also the following Sunday, we go to Ely for your oldest niece, my oldest nieces, your oldest granddaughters, First Communion as well. You are all not only mom and dad, but your grandma and grandpa now. Yes. Um, if you can just share in a minute, like what does that mean to you? at this point in your life and, and watching that and the grace in that. I, I don't even know if that's something you can put in words. See, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not one that cries easy, so it's like, but I, I yeah, it, it's, um, you know, you love your children so much, and if you're a parent, you know what that ultimate love is. So, so I just think about how much we love our children and how much God must love us. And so then you have these grandchildren, and it's it's like you can go back to your own children's journey, and and you want so much more for them than you were able to give for your own, and um, so you you all you do is just love them, <laughs> just love them, and um, yeah, we're so excited for Isaiah and Joy, I you know to be able to receive Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. Um, and they're excited about it, and um, yeah, and the graces that are going to come not only to them, but to the whole church community 
um, with these children, you know, entering into um, this life with Christ in a new, fresh way. And, um, yeah. So That's good, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll say one thing. Um, comes back to mind is what's something that you said at my dad's or your grandpa's funeral is love begets love and that's what it's all about yeah yeah it's so true love begets love you know yeah that um yeah. that um it, you know it's it's that reality that love generates love if we're loving it's going to generate more love so you know mom and dad I'm, I'm really grateful for you being here on the show today and sharing uh, your love story, and that is with each other, with us as a family, but most importantly with the Lord. Folks, that's a that's at the core of what Real Presence Radio is about. It's about sharing the love of Christ, the love of God, the love of our faith with each other. So we'd love to have you call in um, at 877-795-0122 and, and support this great ministry, a ministry that serves you and, and you know what, is probably touching hearts and minds that, that you love and pray for without you even knowing it right now. Um, so eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Lots of ways to give. You can give at an archangel level. That's five thousand dollars plus. An apostle level at a thousand. Disciple at five hundred. Messenger at three hundred sixty. That would be only thirty dollars a month for one year. Evangelist at two fifty, or any level that you're able to give to help support this great, great ministry of Real Presence Radio. We would really, really be grateful. Um, we're trying to work our way um, to a seventy-five hundred dollar match gift. Um, at the last time we broke into the studio, we were 2,500 short. Um, so, folks, call in 877-795-0122. Great programming with Real Presence Radio. My friends, Catholic Radio has the ability to spread the gospel message to the margins, reaching souls for Christ. And that's what the mission of this all is about. Um, and you never know how it's going to work in somebody's life. You know, we've talked with my mom and dad today about their faith journey, and it's little things sometimes that suddenly plant a seed in somebody's heart, and then that starts to grow. You know, Sister Cabrini planted a seed by just saying, Diana, will you teach the four-year-olds? And my mom started to grow in her understanding of the faith and then in her relationship with God. The little seed of faith of Dad going back to the confessional after 15-plus years probably when my, when my sister was making her first communion our, her first reconciliation. That planted a seed that now my dad's a deacon and he's proclaiming the gospel as a deacon in a very direct way. You never know how something tiny can help. So a, a, a gift to Real Presence Radio could be the seed that, that gets planted in, in a heart today and a mind today to bring somebody in into relationship with the Lord again or to go deeper in relationship with the Lord, to come back to the sacraments, to reach out and ask the questions like my parents did, to, to, to have answers to the challenges in raising their children or their grandchildren or the vocational discernment questions. All of our programming is all directed towards that. It's about growing as a Catholic community, growing as a Catholic people, and inviting people to faith in Jesus Christ, to the sacraments in the church, as a community, um, in love, most of all. So, Mom and Dad, thanks for being here. Thank you. It's great Thank to you. be it's here. Great. Thank you. It's, yeah. it's good, to, good to spend last evening and part of the day together. And thanks for being on the radio. And for your support of Real Presence Radio, it's up in Ely, Minnesota yes. now, way up on the uh, and up on the Iron Range and the East Range in Virginia where Brandon is. I'm over in Cook. And so, folks, 
Thanks for uh, your support this hour. Many blessings to you. Um, we'll be back uh, with our next guest. Thank you.